tonight, we press play on the last seven days and unpack the week from the cheap seats with your hosts, Melanie Bracewell and Tim McCormick. Good evening. Great to have your company as we look back on the week. With special guest Ursula Carlson joining us a little later from lockdown. Plus, we'll have the latest on Tropical Storm Henri currently soaking the states. This system right now, it's almost a hurricane and it will become a hurricane. Right now, strong tropical storms, uh, storm winds of 70 miles per hour. Moving to the north-northwest at 7, I wish it was moving faster. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we should be barracking for natural disasters <laughs> as a general rule. But reporters on the ground are facing some fierce weather. Conditions are continuing to intensify here. Coastal Connecticut is feeling it right now. It looks like the sun actually came out. Okay. <laughs> but look, some locals were just happy to get out of the house. This is, this is the most eventful thing to happen to me in a year. <laughs> Congrats, man. Uh... Amazingly, still not a reason to leave Sydney. So... <laughs> Look, with wild weather battering the world, wherever you're watching tonight, hopefully we can put a smile on your face. Lots of laughs. I mean, yeah, you've got to finish laughing. You've got to feel good on a Friday, that's for sure. Damn uh, right. Still to come, inside Sydney's escalating COVID crisis, the number of children are being infected. <laughs> Just got to be careful. Damn right. Uh... Well, to the ongoing COVID battle, this week bolstered by the arrival of... One million doses of hope. More than a million doses of hope. More than a million dollars worth of drugs. <laughs> That's a million doses of dope by the list of that. Where were they found? The magic million was under lucky number 34. <laughs> hey look, thousands of Aussies tonight remain in strict lockdown. This is a live shot from Byron Bay tonight. As you can see, the streets are quiet. People heeding the warnings to stay at home. Except for that guy who's... <laughs> Someone's got to deliver the cannabis. <laughs> it was busy on the streets of Sydney and Melbourne as anti-lockdown protesters were out in force. And when listing the threats posed by protesters, you probably want to end on the most threatening. Some of them were carrying knives, balaclavas and signs. Thomas Foster carried nothing. OK. <laughs> Whoa. Sweeping its way across the country, the media are scrambling to find reporters to cover it. The ABC were forced to hire triplets. You're at the Royal Melbourne Hospital. Tell us about the worrying news coming out tonight. Uh, let's head to Queensland to get the latest from Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk. It's fantastic to be here today. So, our excellent news today. I think everyone knows when I've got a smile, that means it's good news. That's, it. That's either an eclipse or Clive Palmer. You just can never, can never, be, never be sure. It's weird when she goes into witness protection halfway through. <laughs> but we'll, we'll come back to Queensland. Let's instead head to the ACT. Since our last update, we have over... Just let me check the numbers for you. I think they've been translated incorrectly. Everyone moves very quickly in the mornings, so... Not you. <laughs> Actually, no, on second thoughts, let's head to Tasmania. Thank you, Premier, and good morning. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not my night. Okay, um, yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you know what? Let's head back to Canberra. Let's get back to Canberra. <laughs> yeah, OK. <laughs> Actually, have I will come back to you. OK, right. <laughs> Look, one man who is always standing by for as long as it takes is Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews. I am not one to walk away from media conferences, and I won't do that today, but I do have to go at about 12.30. OK. <laughs> that curfew's getting earlier and earlier. It's getting earlier and earlier. 
<laughs> well, look, the big topic in every state this week is, of course, the rollout. Vaccine rollout. Vaccine rollout. The vaccine rollout. Vaccine rollout. The show bags will roll out to school. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, when 80% of Adelaide get a show bag, they'll start opening up some rides. <laughs> <laughs> a million show bags of hope. <laughs> The main question with the vaccine rollout... When's it all happening? When will we have jabs in arms? Uh, we've, we'll have um, drugs in arms from Saturday. <laughs> and that's a promise. <laughs> Look, one man who knows the answer is Dan Andrews. I don't know about you, Julia, but I don't think... I, I, can you make a booking? You're in that age group. The bookings aren't open. Why aren't the bookings open? I don't know. When you're to leave by 12.30, you start asking the questions yourself. Look, he's talking about the announcement this week that 16 to 39-year-olds will now be eligible for Pfizer, boosted by one million new jabs arriving from Poland. Well, let's let Dan explain. You can't make a booking for this stuff. I haven't seen it. Is it sitting in a warehouse? Is it arriving on a big military plane? I don't know. So please go and book with confidence. No-one knows the youth like this Victorian health official. If you've got TikTok on your phone, if you've got Snapchat on your phone, if you, you know, have Binge on your phone, if you do online gaming, feel free to make a GIF or a meme of something I'm saying. <laughs> You're supposed to get this health advice out on Binge. <laughs> Just hoping that one of the writers of Succession is watching. <laughs> The question is whether or not vaccines will be mandatory for workers. What's being labelled no jab, no job? No jab, no job. No jab, no job. No jab, no job. Well, if you have no jab, there will be no jive. <laughs> and if you like to jive, make a gif of it. Or, uh... <laughs> well, I think Qantas took it a step too far. Well, the Prime Minister has praised Qantas after the airline announced today that COVID-19 will be mandatory for all of its staff. <laughs> They're aiming for 80%, so... <laughs> and look, many kids are still stuck inside remote learning, but one teacher's found the cure. A dedicated border teacher has come up with a unique way to keep homeschooled students engaged online, all by juggling knives. <laughs> and, and how did he go with the juggling? The school says Mr Tui still has all his fingers and toes. That's good. I thought Mr Tui was a nickname for how many fingers and toes he had. <laughs> And look, the big question is, will it all end by September? Will it end then, or do you see it going for longer? No, it could be going through to December. Right. On that note, Norman Swan, it's always good to have a chat. <laughs> when we say always good. Uh, but as the Prime Minister Scott Morrison pointed out, there's light at the end of the tunnel. It is always darkest before the dawn. And if you're not sure what he meant, this interview may help. Which enables that to go forward next Friday. We'll be looking to finalise our plans. <laughs> and certainly by the end of the terms um, and uh, before we get into the, um, the holiday period. Uh, everyone in the control room going, much better, much, much better. Scott Morrison also appeared on the Today Show where it seemed like he was just bragging about having a Disney Plus subscription. They want to move forward. Okay. Now, it's like that movie in The Croods. People wanted to stay in the cave. Some wanted to stay in the cave. And that young girl, she wanted to go out and, and live again. Right. The 2013 animated classic, The Croods. <laughs> Coming soon to 10. <laughs> but the main message in all of this is get tested. But not everyone waiting needs to be here. Do you feel sick? Nope. Haven't been to any locations of interest? Nope. You don't need to get tested. Nope. That's why you're here. Shopping, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, we're going to take a break.
Greg Beckermore and the two kids right up Cheap seats as we work our way through the week. Tonight, the Paralympics officially get underway, although many athletes were nervous to head to Tokyo. I talked to a friend about a week ago, and um, he was like, yeah, you're f-ing mad. Why would you go there? That's exactly what he was saying. Yeah, you're f-ing mad. And um, I was just like, well, you know, like, yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> maybe he is. Let's check back in on Tropical Storm Henri, and you get the sense one of these reporters drew the short straw. Our NBC News meteorologist Michelle Grossman and Janessa Webb are yeah, watching the hurricane for us. <laughs> not happy. Reporting on the hurricane from hotel quarantine. <laughs> Look, thankfully the storm was downgraded from a Category 1 hurricane to a one-star TripAdvisor review. I've seen worse. We have seen a lot worse. So the storm disappointed some. <laughs> Same reviews for the crews, I think. How <laughs> Well, the biggest victim of the storm was singer Barry Manilow, who was performing live on stage in New York when this happened. No, I can't smile Attention. Attention. Please pay close attention to the following safety message. Do... To approaching severe weather, all persons should move quickly and calmly to the nearest exit. Please seek shelter for your safety. It's like the Titanic when the band kept playing. (laughs) Apparently nothing to do with weather. Barry was just doing something off the new album, so it's a good one. They evacuated the Copacabana, so... Amazingly, Barry wasn't to be deterred. He even called into CNN to finish the set. Well, maybe one of these days we can do this again and it won't rain. So the song he didn't get through was I Made It Through the Rain. There are so many disasters this week. COVID, hurricanes... Barry Manilow concerts. (laughs) The world is looking grim, but it's not all bad news. After creating a buzz last year, murder hornets are back. (laughs) It is. Wonderful. Let's stay in the US, where a famous muralist has been out and about. What's his name again? Morning, a work of art by Bansky. Am I saying his name right? Banksy. 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 Have you not heard of Banksy? Yeah, he painted that one it's thing the, up in Park the City. It's the kind of street. On the walls yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Banky. That's not right. Look, it's been a tough week of pronouncing things correctly, Mel. WA Liberal David Honey had a rough go of trying to say Chihuahua. The member member for the Kimberley said that she would fight like a Chichuana to retain (laughs) regional representation. Fight like a Chichuana to fight for regional representation. Where is she? A Chichuana. I Chichuwa. I stand corrected on the. I stand corrected on the the pronunciation of the dot. She would she would, she would fight like a Chichuwa. He, he couldn't even get the pronunciation of pronunciation correct. That's how. Minister John Kerry, who tried to rebut his point, made the worst mistake. If you're going to call out a gaffe, you better make sure you're saying everything correctly. <laughs> what we're seeing from this member for Cottesloe is a Congo line. A Congo line of gaffes. Today, he referred to... Congo line? Today... Congo, Congo. Congo. 
Hey, look, meanwhile, the ABC had a Chichuana trying to gatecrash an interview. This issue of what's happening in New South Wales, starting with you, Sam. I think that's your dog. I always love hearing your dogs. Right. Um, yeah. If you've got a dog around that you want to be quiet, there's one word you don't want to say. <laughs> How are you going with the 14 days of staying at home, isolation, not allowed even to go for a walk? <laughs> Just got to be careful. Got to be careful. Hey, look, other, other big news this week. The Wiggles have added a few more members. We've got some of them here. Mel, uh, Charlie the Chichuana <laughs> and Congo Lion. So he's going to be good. It's all, about, it's all about adding diversity to the group. Yes. The Today Show covered themselves well, I thought. It'll be so much fun. It's a celebration. You know, um, not everyone's happy, Anthony. Uh, uh, apart from... Uh, we are very happy. happy. Don't worry about <laughs> us. <laughs> Carl, Carl should be happy. If anyone should be happy about adding a second family, it's, <laughs> it's Carl. I mean, I mean the, the, the Wiggles have been entertaining his kids and his wife for years. So <laughs> that's just... I assume he has a, a young wife. Is that, is that right? Can't smile. <laughs> Let's head to the US now, where they're staying calm and rational. Your children and your children's children will be subjugated. They will be asked, how many vaccines have you had? Have you been a good little Nazi? Hail Fauci! Hail Fauci! Yeah, not sure about the green wiggle. Um, either that or John Butler has really pivoted. Um, look, it's just good to see anti-vaxxers remaining consistent. I'm not vaccinated and I'm not going to get vaccinated. Our days are numbered. It don't matter whether it's COVID or I get in that truck and go right down the highway and get hit by a semi or T-bone and killed. It don't matter, you know. Life is what it is, you know. We take it how God gives it to us. But you wear a seatbelt, right? Well, of course. Of course. <laughs> He's not stupid. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cuba have launched two new vaccines. And in Cuba, the Drug Regulatory Authority has approved the use of two new homegrown <laughs> vaccines. It's important to get the decimal point right. <laughs> that's, that's the new Costco Zeneca. <laughs> now, very exciting news for the show is now a good time to mention our very first cheap seat sponsor. What? Is it, is it those big Cuban vaccines? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it's the Nintendo Switch Ring Fit Adventure. You're kidding. An adventure that keeps you moving only on Nintendo Switch. Look, I'm like an, I'm an angel of corporate sponsorship. It's <laughs> <laughs> amazing. I've genuinely wanted one of these for ages. Okay. Oh, they've even personalised it. To Karen Waleed, enjoy from the... <laughs> Right. Of course, we've come dressed as a Nintendo Switch here. Uh... This is amazing, and I'm assuming this is a, some sort of long-term commitment from Nintendo? Uh, we've got it for a week. <laughs> so that's well, incredible. A week, a week on Channel 10 is a long-term commitment. <laughs> I'll be surprised if they last the segment. I'm, I'm, I'm getting some ticks from them. Better... <laughs> on that note, we've got to take a break. Back with Ursula Carson, right here in the Chief Seats. We've got Ursula Carlson standing by to talk about the lockdown in New Zealand. Just quickly, speaking of New Zealand's lockdown, I think we handled it very calmly over there. Kia ora, good evening. Here we are, back at a nationwide level four lockdown. You normally only get graphics that good on a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Look, New Zealand's lockdown all started with a 58-year-old man as the first confirmed case. If you know who the 58-year-old is, don't, don't put it out there, but just send us a sneaky little email. Yeah. <laughs> Kiwi contact tracing is not quite the gold standard. 
Where did the leak come from? Could this be ground zero for the outbreak that's locked down New Zealand? Hard to believe there was a slip up at the managed isolation facility. <laughs> Still, many businesses are feeling the pinch. Well, the Level 4 extension will place an extra burden on shops like butchers and bakers. No word yet on candlestick makers. <laughs> I mean, it's nice to see New Zealand shaking the stereotype that you're back in the 1800s. A <laughs> <laughs> blacksmith still open? <laughs> no. The Minister for COVID-19 response, Chris Hipkins, was out encouraging people to exercise. Look, it is a challenge in higher density areas for people to get outside and to uh, spread their legs. <laughs> <laughs> Now, you may be wondering what spreading your legs looks like. Well, Prime News in Australia covered... No, oh, no, sorry, no, 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 no. Sorry. Well, Prime News covered it in their Let's Get Moving segment. Today, we're going to focus on an exercise for the meatiest muscle of the butt. Right here. Start the movement by lifting the knees. Do not overdo it. You can cause injury. He needs a ring fit. <laughs> I think I can see his ring fit. <laughs> Look, there are some exercise restrictions in New Zealand, though. More time to relearn the lockdown rules. Time to read the signs. You're not meant to be on the bars on level four. Oh. Uh, he, he's now oh. self-isolating, so it's good news. Now, look, people in testing lines were interviewed over the weekend. Well, people is the wrong word. We were in town on Saturday night after the All Blacks, <laughs> so I've got a little bit of a sniffle as well. Thankfully, that Chichuana tested negative, so it's... <laughs> Some issues arose from those waiting to be tested. Things that I didn't realise is that you've got to be able to go to the toilet somewhere. Fortunately, there's some bush up there, so I went into the bush. Usually some bush is, you know, two days into lockdown, a little extreme. Um... <laughs> um, do you miss your mum? <laughs> Still, the health advice remains clear. Now get up, tell the truth, have some bloody balls. Bloody balls is not a symptom. Uh, do you miss your dad? <laughs> yes. Well, to get the latest on lockdown in New Zealand, let's cross to a world-class stand-up. She's a familiar face on our screens on Have You Been Paying Attention and The Masked Singer. Angela Carlson! You know what the hardest thing of my day is? Lining up my nipples. I've got 14 of your mates already living with me. Welcome to Lockumentary Day One. Can we give you a quick tour of my room? Oh, it's over. <laughs> Would you please welcome Angela Carlson? Now, Ursula, New Zealand small, do you know the 58-year-old man? I do, and I also know the bush lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding, is part of my extended family. <laughs> really? Ursula, thanks for joining us. You're coming to us from lockdown in Auckland. How are things going? Yeah, pretty good. I mean, I'm wearing a blouse today. I'm even wearing a bra for your show. Um, <laughs> I considered not to because I, I watched the very first episode uh, when while I was in lockdown in Sydney and I was like, oh, this is going to be a show. And then I thought, oh, no, no bra would be OK. <laughs> Ursula, lovely of you to say that you watched episode one. Uh, this is ep six. Um, <laughs> have you not seen the others? I mean, I, I wanted to, but then I got... Um, you know, and and so <laughs> I was too busy spreading my legs, mate. <laughs> we can't show that. We can't show that. Is it right that you've done 204 days in isolation? 
Sounds about right. Uh, I mean, it's been a very long time. Like I've spent a lot of time by myself. I managed to finish pornography. <laughs> All of the genres. Like I started off, you know, like normal, like, you know, just watching normal mum and dad stuff. And I ended up with, you know, sort of, Pinching nipples on a, you know, doing full karma sutra on a llama. So, <laughs> with constraint, of course. You know. <laughs> You've got a, a lot of your comedy is relatable stuff. It's getting out there, enjoying things, pointing out the sort of day-to-day life activities. Are you worried your next hour is going to be like, what's the deal with walls? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I was struggling. You know, it's like those people who have been in a coma and then they have to learn to walk again. I'm at the point where I'm struggling to just walk normal. Like I sort of do that, reach up from the sofa and reach for the cookies and reach for this. I, I struggle to walk upright now. So, Ursula, you're stuck in lockdown. What are you doing to keep busy? There's a lot of stuff that I did in the first um, proper lockdown in New Zealand. Like I drank a lot and I ate a lot. So this, oh, no, wait, I'm still doing that. <laughs> I'm doing very much the same as the, as the first time round, but this time the kids are a bit older, so it feels easier. Well, Ursula, on your kids, 204 days in isolation, who are you trying to escape more, your kids or Dave Hughes? <laughs> I mean, there's not a big difference, quite frankly. <laughs> the only thing now is because he's got the moustache. I don't know if you've seen his new moustache. It's both alarming and sexy. It's very confounding. <laughs> We're, of course, talking about uh, Dave Hughes, your fellow judge on The Masked Singer. Um, we should point out that at this stage, Ursula thinks she's talking to Beyonce and Tom Cruise. So, um... <laughs> Wait, this year it could be. Like, <laughs> bigger than ever. You know, I, I should get real excited like Dave. Dave gets real excited about stuff. I'm not a very excitable person, but I tell you what, this year I was screaming like a teenage girl, I could taste blood. Uh, I know that's not the promo that Ten wants me to go for. I was taste blood, but I tell you what, I was screaming so much I could taste blood. I, yeah. I notice. Are you sitting in front of a piano? No, it's actually. Um, thanks for asking. This is a 1970s desk. It folds down and then this is the desk thing. I was, I was going to say, you've been in, in lockdown so long that that lamp in the background was in fashion at the start. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. No, this is all that stuff that the essential workers are packing up at the moment. <laughs> it's essentially a light and this yeah. is essentially decoration. So yeah, and, you're, and you're wearing a, the lampshade... As well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, this used to be in the lounge in front of the window. What a waste. <laughs> well, Ursula, Ursula, we'll give you the details for two Sydney removalists. So they'll come and give you a hand. <laughs> Ursula, can I just say how refreshing it is on this show to have a Kiwi comedian? It is just, <laughs> it is just such a nice change. <laughs> It's good to have a comedian on that show, am I right? Now <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck with the rest of your lockdown. We'll be right back. Thanks, Ursula. Back with more right after this. Final season of The Walking Dead. The Crown, season five. Dr. Field's 20th season. Zac Efron is having a little bit of fun. Jackie Weaver is joining Kevin Costner. Oh, Stryvan's making a moment in history. Should I be laughing at this? We'll never see Oprah with her boobies out. Should I be crying? Look at her outfit. Should I be scared? All three. <laughs> 
return to the world of entertainment with our cultural correspondent from Nova FM, Mel Dracina. Thank you, thank you. Mel, lovely to have you on. Just looking at the two Mel's, I think we're taking the Nintendo Ring Fit <laughs> integration a little bit too far. What is going on? Mel, where are we starting this week? Opera, ballet, the visual arts? Something much more cultured, The Bachelor. Okay. Yes. It has been a massive week to unpack. On Wednesday, we got to meet Jimmy's mum, who asked the girls to describe how they saw their relationship with her son developing. Steph struggled. We'd be able to... Um, share interests, but that wouldn't be the be-all and end-all and we'd have things to do as a couple, but also separately. Yeah, well, that's not a relationship. That's a breakup. <laughs> where, where I come from, that's a relationship. <laughs> uh, then it was back outside for another challenge. How many shots of the sponsor's car before you get out of the driveway? Ooh. Sunroof day? Sunroof day. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> Wow, MG actually stands for money grab, so... Convenient. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we would never do that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. At that night's cocktail party, Jimmy and Steph spent so long trying to find a connection uh, that the camera operator actually passed out. Yeah, I'm a little bit confused. Confused? <laughs> Why don't you talk to me first? <laughs> um, I guess... It's okay because he was hit by an MG, so it's, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Jay was still reeling from the runner-up gate saga. Uh, accusations that she was overheard saying the only reason she did the show was to build her Instagram following. Uh, 7,733 if you're playing along at home. And she started yeah. with 8,000. So. <laughs> Mind you, it's a lot better than Jimmy's mum. <laughs> and she... Julie underscore mum. <laughs> uh, Thursday, there was another shock at the mansion. Ladies. Oh, hello. Jimmy, Basha, how are you going? I'm okay. Jimmy, I'm going to need you to come with me right now. Okay. Thank you. Good luck. Thank you. You'll never guess who was waiting outside. His wife. <laughs> another MG car. <laughs> Was it Afghani President Hamid Karzai? <laughs> Is he seeking asylum? Was it contact traces? <laughs> it's actually not that exciting at all compared to that. Uh, it was former contestant Brooke. Uh, she'd left the show following the death of her grandfather. Uh, Brooke's return had the other girls seeing red. Your dress and your red dress. I know, Kate. All red everything. You're like communist Russia. Who <laughs> <laughs> would have thought a 1980s geopolitical reference? Here for it. That was Michaela Gorbachev, so... <laughs> I just love hearing it sound like that. Communist Russia. <laughs> Staying with our dating theme, it was another excellent week on Love Island UK. The couples were all given plastic babies for a day to test their parenting skills. Islander Faye proved a natural mother and supportive partner. <coughs> oh, you beautiful little thing. <coughs> <laughs> Hey, I need help. You say they were plastic babies. With the amount of Botox they had, they could be real. <laughs> they could be real babies. Uh, it wasn't all bad. Kaz showed she knows a thing or two about babies. What are you doing to this head? You're not supposed to touch baby, the top of the baby's head, apparently. Are you not? I don't think so. They breathe from it. Don't they breathe from the top of the head? 
<laughs> Meanwhile, over on Seven, The Voice continues. Often we meet contestants with tragic backstories. They've uh, lost parents or they've had to overcome some sort of disability. On Sunday, we met a victim of, wait for it, file sharing. I call myself a bit of a casualty of the early 2000s. I had two top 40 singles and, um, and radio hits and the bottom kind of fell out of the music industry when, um, you know, file sharing sort of happened. Wow. So, That's really insensitive. My mum died from LimeWire. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, her name was Beck Caruana. So anyone who illegally LimeWire danced all night back in 2002, you should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> As Beck explained. I went from pop star to waitress in 0 to 5 seconds. <laughs> Literally. That's literally not possible. <laughs> Just anyone with a Bachelor of Arts. <laughs> uh, my latest streaming obsession is a show called My Unorthodox Life. It's on Netflix. It's a docuseries that follows the life of New York talent agent Julia Hart. She's so rich. She doesn't have a butler. She has a house manager. Jesse, can you get the door, please? Can I have a red wine? <laughs> I don't have to yell. I'm too tired. To Call the man. Can I have a glass of red wine, please? And a refill for Robert. So he basically just opens bottles of Shiraz and doors. That's, that's his job. Now, now, we laugh, but he once had two top two hits in the top four. <laughs> so... That's Jesse McCartney. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I've ever really seen him manage is his emotions. I need, like, one of those baggies for the vibrator. <laughs> Actually, Nintendo have just brought out... <laughs> and just finally, some big news. As you guys mentioned earlier, the Wiggles have a new member. Well, four of them, including this person. Good to see you. Are you ready for a song? I wear purple and my name is John. The new Purple Wiggle, uh, he was part of Justice Crew, and I don't want to, like, name drop, but kind of hung out with the band back in 2013. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's me and that's, that's John. You know how you said, I don't want to name drop, but I hung out with Justice Crew? <laughs> in that sentence, you're the name drop? <laughs> Can we just go back to that shot? Was that, was that your Instagram, Mel? You've got less followers than at Julie Mum. <laughs> on that note, we've got to take a break. Thanks, Mel. To set up, back before, right after this. Huge week in sport. The EPL has kicked off again in the UK. And here in Oz, we're heading into finals time. And no one loves this time of year more than our resident sport aficionado. He's absolutely fizzing. Would you please welcome Titus O'Reilly? We have a bone to pick with you, Titus. We've had some eagle-eyed viewers that have pointed out you're not just appearing on our show, you're appearing on other shows. You were spotted on Russian TV this week. We'll be talking to two people with different perspectives. Uh, communist Russia. <laughs> wow, <and> they pay. <laughs> uh, well, I talked about this on Russian TV, but I'll do it here too. <laughs> Uh, the third Bledisloe Cup was cancelled in Perth this week. The New Zealand said they weren't going to take the risk to come over to Perth. And the Wallabies were furious about not being given the opportunity to lose to them once again. Uh, they were even angrier about how they actually found out. Rugby Australia says it was informed of the decision by the media, describing it as unilateral. Yeah, our boys all found out through social media. Um... So, you know, I thought New Zealand Rugby didn't even have the respect to consult RA about their decision. and uh, So that's, that's hugely disappointing. 
Even it's worse, it was a meme on Binge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, announced by Jimmy's mum. So He did seem like someone who'd been dumped by a text. You know, like, after all this time together, I just couldn't even get a text. Dumping someone by text is not a great idea, like this guy did here at the Minor League Baseball. You could send a text and then put it on the big screen. So he wrote, Alyssa, this relationship is over. Tim. Now, Tim, why did you do that to Alyssa? <laughs> That was my Russian doppelganger. Um... <laughs> anyway, Alyssa called me. Uh, <laughs> speaking of bad breakups, watch this cold response to an offered handshake at the snooker. Oh, Callum. Thank you. Those two dated, and it was a very bad breakup, and they suddenly were drawn against each other, breaking my cardinal rule never go in the room with an ex who has a giant pointed stick. <laughs> uh, extraordinary moment at the golf this week. Uh, see if you can see where the ball ends up. Fairway runs out. And there is a, I was going to say, hazard penalty area down that side. Mm. And that is ever so close to it, too. Between my legs. Well, up ahead, we're hearing the ball is actually in that gentleman's shirt. Oh, don't move. <laughs> this i got to see. Yeah. So it actually bounced off the ground and up his, up his shorts. Yeah, here we go. You can reach in. <laughs> Have you seen the trick? I tell you what, after lockdown, I'd, I'd take a golf ball up my pants. Uh, now, and, uh, and that's the promo. Uh, uh, sports science has always been cutting edge. Uh, this is no different here. This is the Japanese volleyball team's blocking machine. It's an actual robot. A university built this for them. Now, imagine you're a scientist or an engineer and you could be building, you know, a new ventilator or something, and instead you go, you know what the world needs right now? Better volleyball through robotics. It's nice to see unemployed robots. As a... <laughs> the thing is, they were winning. No one beat the robots. I mean, what's the point? Uh, now, we're all going through tough times, but perhaps no-one's going through as tough a time as Alex Hales. And just listen to the joy of the commentator in this clip. I looked on a poster... And that's the very next ball. Absolute nightmare. Absolute nightmare. He's done that to himself. This time I gotta laugh at this. <laughs> if you keep rolling it longer, his balls actually drop out of his pants. <laughs> and then he signs them. I was just gonna say you would have been after lockdown, I could do with a cricket ball and the ghoulie rolling. <laughs> Uh, now, you guys have your Pacific update for sort of over-the-top production values, but I give you El Chiringuito de Junes. Tic tac. Tic tac. Tic tac. <laughs> now, you think when they were recording that, there were still 12 days left in the transfer window. This <laughs> tense. We'll put the full thing up on template. In the meanwhile, we've got to take a break. Thanks, Titus O'Reilly. Yeah. We're back. You're on the team seats. And it's time for 
viewer feedback. Nintendo Fit sponsorship money went to good use. It's yes. the Nintendo Ring Fit sponsorship, but that's oh, okay. <laughs> we'll be getting okay. feedback from Nintendo. Uh, Thank you for all your feedback. You can get in touch with us on our socials below. As a couple of fans have, Mel, because you were on Have You Been Paying Attention last night, the cheap seats tonight, you're everywhere, Mel. Here's what the viewers had to say. Too much screen time. Can we just cut it? Thank you. Before... I want to say, before we get bombarded with tweets, an update on Pacific Update update. There was no Pacific okay. Update this week due to lockdown, the real loss of this pandemic. But in its place, we've managed to pull some strings and arranged a very special guest instead. Well, <laughs> we're getting feedback about that. Yeah. <laughs> now, you may have noticed that we occasionally have banners on our show, depending on what we're talking about, but no-one does banners better than ITV's breakfast show this morning. This week it was, meet the woman who's allergic to water. <laughs> then it was, I make jewellery from breast milk. <laughs> Mind you, my favourite this week was this. Chloe's here now, and alongside her on the sofa there is her cat, Nikki, deceased. Uh, when did Nikki die? So she died last year. I stuffed my dead cat. <laughs> oh, God. But it's not just cats. And it's like dressage theme, little squirrel riding um, the rabbit, and then a little rat riding the horse. So the whole horse obviously isn't a real. Is it obviously the horse not real? <laughs> she, she also does chichuanas, so. In the meantime, Boston Dynamics released some videos of its latest prototype. Wow, they're like Ninja Warrior contestants, but with double the personality. It's <laughs> amazing. Those were the highlights. They did have some fails as well. <laughs> Staying with sport, Aussie BMX rider Logan Martin returned home from Tokyo, where he's been a big inspiration to the kids. Uh, you know, their, their kids building little jumps, or their kids started to ride their bikes, and... I think that's the, the most amazing thing, was just uh, to be able to do that for the kids. <laughs> Adam, speaking of fails, a reminder from regional news that only a certain few can get away with the surfing gesture. As the afternoon sea breeze will creep up. This week, I'm going to give it a two out of five. Get out there, guys, and I'll see you all next week. Yeah, good on you, Brando. <laughs> good on you, Brando. I, I think he thought it was a landline. <laughs> Hello? But look, when it comes to weather banter, Mel, nobody does it better than our old favourite Peter Murphy from Seven News Tasmania. If you missed last week's show... Big day today, Kim, in news, sport and weather. I am exhausted. Oh, that weather, it was a whole minute. Don't know how you do it, Murph. <laughs> so this week, co-host Kim Miller was away... On stress leave. Oh, no. <laughs> but look, that didn't stop Murph mucking around with fill-in host Louise Huber. Now, Louise, I know you'll be adding to your family unit very soon, and that's where we have something in common. This week, Donna and I have found out that we're going to be grandparents. Yes, I know, someone as young as me being a grandparent. You don't believe it, do you? I believe it. Fairly good tomorrow, Louise, <laughs> apart from a few showers over the west. What I'm looking forward to, of course, though, is catching up with you again tomorrow night. I really can't wait. I've been counting it down already. It's National Science Week, and around here today I told a chemistry joke, but there was no reaction. Oh, give me strength. <laughs> wow, a joke with no reaction. He'd fit in on this show. Um... <laughs> 
It seems Seven News Adelaide has got the memo as well, and they're now going hard on their poor weather woman. Cold overnight into Thursday, then drying out 19 for Friday. And guys, I miss that sunshine already. Uh, and she's looking a little dishevelled. <laughs> After another week of lockdown in Australia and New Zealand, a little reminder from me that a bit of kindness goes a long way. Yeah, I don't want to fall asleep. I don't want to pass away. I've been thinking of our future because I'll never see those days. I don't know why this has happened, but I probably deserve it. I tried to do my best, but you know that I'm not perfect. I've been praying for forgiveness. <laughs> On that note, we're done. We'll see you next week right here.